0: Hand on a winning streak. Don't even give a fuck about the scouts. What the critics think. Talk with a shitty grin. Knowing your shit stink. Wildcat MVP. Leaving with the beauty queens. Flopper in the alley back. Flip still a siren drink. You know, berserker ice cold like a hockey rink. One life preserver till your friendship sinks. I will be the last thing you ever see. One wink. Might blast your Lord, transport to next week. You are starring in the relaunched weakest link. Come too far to be stopped by top head shrinks. Living with filth too long to leave a marking Swing for the fences, all caps on the marquee. Podium selections, swimming where the angels sing. Standing tall for what you fall for means nothing. No mosquito sucker get best of me. SWAT team, full flavor mosquito house, I see. Done right by no king, just by working harder than the next MC. Not saying I'm the next king, but none can do it like me. Might be the flow or the signature right thing. Saber for take coordinate long range assault teams. One thing for sure. No thunder without lightning. My pros got fresh kills. Iron hot
1: Hello Hello. Welcome. So we've had a little bit of a delayed start for our arts report uh, on today's arts report edition, August uh, the 6th, but it is all for a good reason because we have two special guests who have uh, joined us and we're going to have a live performance this time. So it'll all be worth it, my friends. Uh, Please welcome to the studio. uh, We've got uh John O'Ri from uh Jaguar who's the lead vocalist as well as Johnny Tobin the pianist so if you guys mind saying hi how's it going everybody it's John Johnny hello hello and of course we got the lovely Sahar Asaf who's also joining us our arts reporter she's going to be talking about a play today and announcing a ticket giveaway uh Sahar, why don't you why don't we start off with you actually and we'll get things going from there.
2: Yeah, so I watched this play called The Cripple of Inishman. Um, It's directed by Matthew Bissett and written by Martin McDonough um, and put on by Ensemble Theatre Company. And it's a dark Irish comedy set in a small island community off the coast of um, Ireland in 1934. And it it's about the life of Billy Claven, who's um, who's also known as Crippled Billy, and um, he suffers from a severe physical deformity, and he def- desperately wants to escape the parameters of his life in um, <coughs> in Ishamin, so his hometown. He's also an orphan, and he's living with his aunts, and um, he's on. On a quest to discover what happened to his parents, who supposedly abandoned him when he was an infant,
1: ah yes, and the tragic abandonment story. <laughs> yes,
2: and um, so basically, a Hollywood film crew arrives in a nearby in the in a nearby island, and Billy has his chance to kind of be picked up by American directors and finally get to escape his little small town. So. Um, I'm gonna stop there because I don't want to give away too much about the play. But (laughs) (laughs) overall, it um, was—I think the acting was really, really good. Um, Especially the Irish accents—they were (laughs) quite intense. They they were quite intense. Um, I remember when the play started. I was actually the first minute of the play. I was actually quite concerned that I wouldn't really be able to comprehend (laughs) the next two hours of the play. Oh no! But but slowly, um, they—they kind of. It kind of slowed down, and I feel like they kind of eased off of the accents gradually. <laughs> I don't know if that was a result of just um, not being able to keep in character or out of concern <laughs> for their audience. So.
1: Yeah, um, that's a tough accent. But I,
2: I, other than that, I think the guy who played Billy was really, really good. I think his name was Max Wallace, and... Um, he plays Cripple Billy, and as you can imagine, it's a physically demanding role, mm-hmm. um, playing a cripple, and I think he embodied the character really, really well, so I would watch the play just for that performance. It was so wow. engaging, and, well, I haven't seen a lot of plays <laughs> to put that out there, but I feel like that was... <laughs> <laughs>
1: Shouldn't have given <laughs> um, that away, Sahar, you sounded all... <laughs> no, but you, you can't help
2: <laughs> but root for him, right? Ah, He's, okay. like, the tragic hero, and, like, you want him to overcome this barrier, and, like, you know, escape his hometown. And, um, <clears throat> and I think Johnny Patine, who's probably one of the cruelest characters in the play, um, his performance was really good too. Um, he plays this kind of cruel gossipy character who kind of enjoys, he gets a kick out of um, sharing personal tragedies of other characters and just like gossiping around the neighborhood. And his performance was really good, and he has this very interesting relationship <laughs> with his mother. Um, as I said, it's a dark comedy, so it's quite it's quite funny. I'm not going to give too much away, but um, the lady who plays his mother did a really superb job of playing this vivacious old lady <laughs> who's, like, always drunk. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, <clears throat> also, I think... The lo- his love interest Helen was also really, really good. She plays this kind of violent 17 year old and she's also very cruel. Um, as you can probably guess, a lot of the characters are quite morally ambiguous in the show and yeah. like um, so Helen was really good too. I don't remember the name of the actress, but um, I thought her performance was a really good one and um, <clears throat> towards the end of the play, you kind of, some characters turn out to be better, and some characters turn out to be worse than expected. So there are a lot of plot twists and a lot of surprising developments. And I feel like the second half of the play was a lot more engaging than the first half. You yeah. kind of have to sit through the first half where, like, they're telling like the backstory. Of course, and, like, yeah. They have like the the scenes between all the different characters, but then the second half is really, really engaging. Um, yeah, I was quite on the edge of my seat, I would say, and. Um, <coughs> Yeah, so there are a lot of funny elements to the play and I feel like the sad elements were also captured, conveyed really well by the actors because it's really easy to kind of, um, with, with a play like this, since it is a dark comedy, to kind of laugh at the wrong, <laughs> the wrong parts. Yeah. But, um, I feel like overall it was really good and I feel like the audience kind of interpreted the way it should have been interpreted, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Um... And, yeah, I think it's it's definitely worth the watch. It's it's a really, really engaging play. And um, the, the theater itself was also very kind of spacious, but at the same time intimate. It Where was, was like the theater of those, at again? Um, Jericho Arts Center. Okay, cool. Yeah, it was really nice. And um, so the play is being, I think they're going to show it until the 13th of August. And tickets are available on, let me just check... Um, on vendini dot com. Okay. Yeah. And the play is running on until the thirteenth of August and still got
1: time to catch it then.
2: Yeah, so it's at Jericho Art Center. So good yeah. stuff.
1: Alright, so here, thank you for that lovely review. And I also believe we have a ticket giveaway to announce today.
2: Yes, we do. Um it's for it's for this movie. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> I used to be darker. It's um <clears throat> so it's an independent drama film set and shot in Maryland, and it's the third feature film directed by Matthew Porterfield. Okay, Unfortunately, awesome. we couldn't get an interview with him because we had a bit of a time constraint. Yeah. And, um,
1: Directors are always too busy for us these yeah, days. Yeah,
2: but I feel like he would have gone, like agreed to do an interview if i just it was just really short notice mm-hmm. so. fair enough then yeah and um so but we
1: got how many tickets to give away i
2: think we're giving away two tickets
1: two tickets great
2: yes and we are gonna announce them on our twitter and facebook page
1: yeah so look out for that at the end of uh, our arts report edition today we will be posting these up online so check our facebook uh, arts report facebook page and twitter handle mm-hmm. all right well great thank you sahir Uh, We'll be right back with uh, some tracks from Jaguar. So stay tuned. We're just going to have a quick PSA break. You're listening to CITR 101.9, The Arts Report.
2: Queer Arts Festival, Regenerations, takes place in Vancouver from July 23rd to August 9th at the Roundhouse. His annual celebration brings together queer art from 27 nations, featuring 18 days of compelling exhibitions, transformative performances, and inspiring workshops. Experience the revolutionary power of art through cross-generational collaborations, artistic healing, and works of art from around the world. Tickets are now on sale at Little Sisters on Davie Street and online. Visit queerartsfestival.com regenerations dare to be challenged risk being changed
3: left of center
2: cosmic cerebral. noise floor 002 at the fox cabaret august 12th will feature some of the most premier electronic music vancouver has to offer featuring Sinoia caves more than human lola vatru common vernacular and DJB. Hey, I know DJB. That's Brad who works at CITR. I like him. I love him. Visuals by Coastal Imaging and Magnetics.
1: Welcome back. Uh, so, right here with me now, we're joined by the two members of Jaguar on the Arts Report. Uh, They've been coming to CITR uh yesterday and last week, so they're they're repeat guests, but I guess that's what the perks of having a friend in the radio seems to be working out. <laughs> so uh hey John and Johnny, what's up yet again?
4: How's it going,
1: bud? Hey. <laughs> hey, hey, so um let's talk a bit about your EP and um we're gonna let's let's do a little bit of background information for people who may not have tuned in to these previous uh meetings with all of us. Uh so what's your EP and what's Jaguar all about, if you can summarize?
4: <laughs> yeah, so uh, Jaguar is a seven piece. Uh, we play anyway, anything from like funk and soul and R&B to like some real old school blues kind of classics. Um, we just on August 1st released our debut EP, uh, four tracks, uh, one cover and then three brand new originals. Um, and then uh, I think we're here, we're going we're gonna to do a couple, I think you're going to hear almost all of those today, a
1: couple of those are going to be live in the studio as well. Oh yeah, and... Uh, Johnny, how about you? Uh what is how did you get involved with uh Jaguar because I've heard from John how he kind of got involved. So what was what was your uh, origin story as the pianist for Jaguar?
5: Well, uh actually uh I've been in a few different jazz groups and uh uh Jaguar has been in a few different configurations and uh, mm-hmm. they've played in the backstage lounge with some of these different they were originally called a different name and they eventually formed into what they are now, but uh Some of these bands I was in, we played, I think we opened for you guys two or three times. Yeah, I think twice. Twice. Twice, And um, I guess they heard me and they liked what they heard, so um, they asked me if I wanted to join because they didn't really have a regular keyboard spot. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I eventually, I played a show, I think it was in January, and uh, been with them since hopefully uh continue for a long, long time.
1: Yeah, no, that's it's awesome. So you're relatively the fr- or would you say you're the freshest face to the Jaguar configuration or is there one more who's um, even fresher?
5: There's a guitar player we added uh, right before the EP.
1: Ah yes, yeah, so you you mentioned him. Jonah Ocean. Jonah Ocean. That's yeah. a great name. No
5: relation to Frank Ocean, <laughs> but <laughs> Sadly not, but
1: still very talented albeit uh Yeah,
5: you'll be hearing him uh he has a solo on one of the tracks uh we'll be playing off the ep so
1: speaking of which um, before we get into the first track that we're gonna play it's called breathe so uh john you're you're the composer it seems for many of these songs uh why don't you give us a little uh background into breathe and how it how it got created
4: um, I read the lyrics for a lot of these actually I'm, mm. I, I'd like to say that I'm involved musically But I think I kind of I put the words to him more than anything Okay but, cool uh, So you're more the songwriter in the lyric sense Yeah in the, yeah, in the lyrical sense So this is one that uh, um, the trombone player in the band Dexter Urich, uh, put together mm-hmm. um, And this one kind of came out from him fully formed uh, He called me over and we were hanging out And he said you got to hear this And I heard it and I loved it and then uh, he and I wrote some lyrics and we touched them up. Um, we did some last-minute touch-ups. Actually, it was on the way to the studio. Oh, yeah. I, I, like, <laughs> I made a couple of changes to the lyrics on this one. But, uh, yeah, so it's, it's a great track. It's called Breathe. Um, it's really it's like that, that kind of that dirty R&B, that, that dirty soul kind of thing. So,
1: All right. So um, you're going to hear right now Breathe by Jaguar off their entitled EP, self-entitled EP, Jaguar. So Breathe, check it out.
3: I Hello. T ha, oh. yeah. R one oh one
4: point.
6: up, laying you down, girl, what you want to do? Because I want to do lots of dirty things with you. You want it, you got it, well, baby, set your mind free. I'll move your hips, lips, well, if when you make my back bleed. I want to take you home, get you all alone. I want to hear you talking dirty on my telephone. I want to dress you down. You gotta know what it does to me. Laughing you can see. I'm begging you, darling, believe. Won't you leave with me? Or won't you let me be the last thing you see before you fall asleep? Oh, can I make you mine? I wanna lose a track of time. Let's see what happens when you and I crawl.
1: back so that was uh jaguar with uh their track off the album breathe breathe off their ep the jaguar ep so uh welcome back again uh to citr 101.9 arts report uh so john uh what do we got coming up next i believe we have a special performance
4: yeah we're gonna do something live now um this is a this is a song that i'm sure everybody's heard um, specifically if you spend a lot of time in like coffee shops and elevators and stuff. This is a Sam Smith song, um, and it's kind of one of the ones, I think, off, off his new record that has certainly picked up a lot of popularity, um, and it's a song called Stay With Me. We're going to do it live here. I got, uh, um, I got Johnny with me. Johnny's all set up behind his keyboard, and we're going to do this one live.
1: Johnny, uh, how about you try playing a little few keys there just to see if we can pick it up? Oh, I can hear something. There we go. There we go. Is that good?
4: Yeah, that works for me, man.
6: It's true I'm no good at a one-night stand But I still need love Cause I'm just a man These nights never seem so emotional No, it's not a good look, need some self-control and Deep down I know this never works But you can lay with me so it doesn't hurt now, Won't you stay day.
1: <laughs> I had to. I just had to, you know, pick up my jaw from the floor. <laughs> thank uh, you. Thank that you. was amazing. I mean, yes, you're right. People have heard that song quite a bit on the radio, but I, I really loved how you guys did your own unique take on that. Like, it was genuinely different, and it it had a it had a very distinct, but still kept the same kind of soul of the song. Because Sam Smith, you 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 didn't want to change. Him, his, his voice is beautiful but at the same time you didn't want to take away from your own version of it so how did you f- find that balance because you, you seemed like you were still hitting the Sam Smith kind of high pitched notes <laughs> you were going for that but uh, but at the same time you wanted to add like your own little flourish right um, I think from my perspective when we first started looking at doing
4: the song and it kind of came out of a rehearsal um, where we were just jamming on it and I really like the melody I mean it's it's simple but it, it doesn't need to be over complicated um, no, and not at and all. It's a really pretty treatment of the song he does, and uh, so it was definitely something that I wanted to keep. But it's a pretty, you know, it's a pretty static movement underneath. So uh, it was kind of a situation where I felt like, you know, maybe there's got to be something better. And as usual, I gave my sloppy my sloppy commands to Johnny and said, "Give me something <laughs> pretty," and uh, he did just that. So
1: oh, it was it was beautiful, man. Not just pretty. It was it was gorgeous. And uh, <laughs> man. I swear if you sang that to any lady Oh I don't know, Sahara's here. She I think I think she was uh that was really, really good. There you go. You. Even even yeah. she had to you know You have hold. a really nice boy. Thank you, thank you. It's getting there, it's getting there. It's getting Pond there. The way. Oh man. <laughs> so yeah, now uh we got another track coming up uh right after this. Uh, and this one is called Get Up, Get Out, and this is from your E P. So we're going back to an original track. Uh very original very original so what's what's get up get out about
4: uh, well, get up get out uh, is is in a sense it's a it's a breakup song um, it's not one that, that came out of uh, out of my life experiences this is very much a, a hypothetical situation for myself but uh, I mean I think we've all had those 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 breakups where I think after the fact you realize it was time to it' was time to, to leave and, and mm-hmm. get up and get out of that person's life because um, you never stay if it's all bad but uh, it's, it, I mean, a, a big theme of the song as well is kind of convincing a friend of yours. Oh, man, you know, you got to leave. This isn't working. Mm. And, and, you know, I, you, I know it isn't working. You know, it isn't working. So this is one that uh, kind of, as per the usual, I, I actually came up with a chorus on this one. And then uh, Johnny, Johnny took this thing to like 500%. So.
1: All right. Uh, so we're going to have Get Up, Get Out uh, coming up next by Jaguar.
6: Well, if I die before I wake. Wind day floating on top of a lake. You ought to know just who it was. It's clear as gin. This sin alone is hers. It's clear as gin. This sin alone is hers. Maybe it's time to say goodbye. Wash the hands of all your lies before you tell your friends I didn't try. Get on up and get out of my life Well, brother, I'm telling you You should have heard. I ripped her off like a band couldn't say a word Well, on oh my word What did you say? This isn't just the kind of news that I need today Cause my own woman She's been breaking me down Cause she calls her. Your brothers when I'm not around. Follow my lead, can't tell us straight. That no, she didn't grin right off of her face. Oh, wipe that she didn't grin right off of her face. Maybe it's time to say goodbye. Wash your hands of all her lies. Before you catch her with some other guy we
2: Vancouver Queer Film Festival is back for its 26th year in theaters August 14 to 24. More than 80 films from 11 countries, including Russia, Brazil, Italy, and the Philippines, showcase themes of gender identity, forbidden love, and culture. Super Pass is available now and tickets on sale July 24. For tickets and more info, check out queerfilmfestival.ca. Support the festival, donate $10 by texting... Giver 10, spelled G-I-V-E-R 10, to 45678. Shoutback Festival is an annual anti-capitalist, all-ages, DIY, feminist music festival, by and for people of color, gay, trans, queer, indigenous people, and women. Shoutback is celebrating its third year smashing patriarchy, full weekend of workshops, live music, and for the first time, an all-day anarchist book fair, taking place on unceded post Salish territories on August 7th, 8th, 9th, and 10th, 2014.
1: And we are back on the Arts Report on CITR 101.9 FM. Thank you for listening. For those of you who are Jaguar fans, uh, keep the comments, tweets, and Facebook likes, all that stuff. Uh, keep it going. And uh, you can tune in to Arts Report for more kind of cool content like this, just so you know. Anyways, <laughs> not so subtle not so subtle promotion purposes there. Um, you
4: got to get it where you can, man. You
1: gotta, it's all good. Got to hustle. Got to hustle. All right. So... We're now back with uh, the good old Jaguar Gang. So, that piece, "Get Up, Get Out." That's I was just talking to you guys. I think that is gonna. I'm gonna say it now. It is my favorite piece from the album. <sighs> Absolutely raucous, as you said, energetic, rowdy, and it. And we've talked about this before. How it has like the congregation feel, as if you're preaching, as if you're in a like a black gospel church. It reminded me of blues brothers when James Brown came and took, <laughs> and you know, just took control of the, of the congregation. So what, what was that all about? How did you guys infuse that energy being no offense, a, bu- a bunch of white dudes, basically a bunch of, a bunch of really, really, really white dudes. Um,
4: it, to well, Austin represent. Yeah. I uh, No, it was uh, one of the things that we definitely, I wanted to channel there. When I first heard the song in my head, um, was uh, I wanted to do that whole CeeLo Green Forget You kind of vibe because that's just yeah, such so a Hare, fun song. Yeah, so Sahara
1: mentioned that. Yeah, she I picked was, up on those It's always Cee good lo-
4: when people like, know where you're coming from. Yeah. It means you're doing something <clears throat> right. And then you mentioned the scene from Blues Brothers. That was a scene that I kind of went back to. Um, and when we do this one live, it's it's a heck of a lot more... It's it's more raucous. um even more raucous. It's even <laughs> more. Ra- I mean, it, it get it gets to a point where it's it's like a critical excitement mass, and it, it just kind of gets it just goes from there. That sounds
1: like a euphemism, John. <laughs> <laughs>
4: no, it's uh, it's just it's uh, that one that one's a ton of fun, man. And it kind of absolutely. I like it because it showcases everybody pretty hard too. I mean, it kind of yeah. you know I, we got seven really talented people, and and kind of making sure everybody gets a chance to flex feels pretty good. So absolutely. So what about this next track uh, that we got coming up? This next track is uh, is the oldest Jaguar original, I guess. Um, it's a track that Johnny and I put together, um, and it's uh, it's on the EP, and it's one um, I have certainly, I think I've got I've heard a really good response from it, and not to be too biased, but it is my favorite on, on the EP. <laughs> um, and it's a track called Nightstand. It's just nice. It's kind of laid back, little six eight music. Um, and it's just about you know being alone and, and having some time with someone that you love. So.
1: All right, so without further ado, uh, we're going to start Nightstand uh, from Jaguar EP. Enjoy. Live, 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 live. Oh, but we're going to do it a different way this time because I'm just reminded we got a piano here. So let's make this live. All right. I'm going to activate piano. Try some of that piano. Oh, there we go. There we go. A little bit more piano. Yeah.
6: Come and ride, baby. Won't you show? It's the first time you put your hand in mine
3: Baby, let the phone ring
6: Ain't nothing they got you need to buy Cause unless they sell in more hours in the night We got everything we need in you
1: Amazing. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm just... That's going to be, like, my one-trick pony, apparently, just doing one-word <laughs> response after each of your songs. <laughs> well, amazing. Yeah, no, but genuinely awesome, awesome job yet again. Um, and, like, if if you guys have heard it off the EP Nightstand, this was live, and it sounded the same, if not better. So I'm just like, wow. <laughs> like, you know, you've re- you replicated the the feel and the essence and this is the thing about studio versus live you can say oh one is better than the other no they're they're different and i felt like this just had a different environment just being here and kind of absorbing uh absorbing the nightstand song like right in this spot and just seeing john's expressions of soulful passion <laughs> right before my very eyes i think has like a different effect uh potentially it'll have a very good effect in in the show itself when uh, all the ladies are in the front and they'll be like <laughs> looking into your eyes John but you'll be closing your eyes as you are just too focused on in the moment so it was beautiful man it was beautiful thank you thank you
4: big ups to Johnny that's i mean oh
1: and Johnny with the keys man you it's,
4: it's <laughs> how do you do it
1: how do you do it man it's it's incredible there's so many little you like accentuate every note that John is singing. It's it's perfect. It's
5: well, that's my goal, man. Try to make him sound good. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Hey,
1: you you can't be left to the back burner, man. You you are front and center just as much as John is Thank because you. this uh, could not have been done without the both of you just harmonizing, like one on piano, one on vocals. But you guys were essentially one. Voice, it might as well have been because it it sounded like that. It was just that synchronized. It was beautiful.
4: I think there's like, there's a lot of trust, I think, when we we do stuff together. Because, I I mean, you know, especially when we're rehearsing and I may not. He picks things up a lot quicker. Johnny picks things up a heck of a lot quicker than I do. Um, but there are times when I feel like I'm just gonna have to try to reach for something and, and see if I can, you know, just keep the keep the flow moving. And um, you know, he's like my safe, my musical safety net a <laughs> lot of times. And it's, I feel so lucky to be making music with this guy because it's like I there's just that you know that implicit trust. It's
1: incredible because you would think you guys have been playing together for years, like you two especially. Uh, but. It's only been since, what, January, essentially, that you've been yeah, playing together really, on a yeah. regular basis? Eight months, I guess, now.
5: I got a new girlfriend around that time, and I joined the band. <laughs> so, it was, a, it was a win-win situation. New beginnings. <laughs> yeah, to- you re- definitely. You, re- yeah. you rebuilt. Definitely, Talk about
1: definitely. New Year resolution. You really <laughs> yeah. lived up to yeah, it. Yeah,
5: for sure. So In the best
1: way possible. No, <laughs> yeah. it, it's incredible, because you guys, the word chemistry doesn't do justice, because it, it really did sound more like you guys have just known each other for so long, like, musically, like, each person was just synced to the other. And I'm just amazed that really this has just been a span of months, not years, but months. So uh, I, I guess this is just what happens when two like-minded musical minds connect, right? Yeah.
4: yeah I, I, I think, yeah. I mean, we we connected personally and, and musically pretty quickly. I think we're just, we're similar in, in all the right ways, but you're know, different in enough. I think that if you're too similar musically, I think you kind of get into this stagnant mm. area where you produce the same thing, and it's like, that's okay, cool. Fair enough, Can yeah. you do something else, please? Um, and I think there's just a little bit – there's enough of a clash in terms of where we want to take stuff. That, that yin and yang, as yeah, they say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, there's just enough kind of – I don't want to use the word friction, but there's just enough differences that it kind of mm. keeps us moving along. So
1: Awesome. And now we have something completely different because you – you've informed me that you wrote the song on the way to CITR today.
4: This this was finished on the way to CITR. Yes. We wrote it this morning. Um, <laughs> <Yep>. this is... <laughs> that doesn't make it that much.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, we started the song this morning. Yeah.
4: Um, well, we, so this is – That's incredible. I, I don't want to say that. We started the lyrics this morning because Johnny came up with this a while ago. Mm. And it I, it, I don't want to say it got pushed to the back burner, but it was it was so cool that – we kind of stepped away from doing it because you can't, we wouldn't want to just slap something together and try to get it on the EP or try to get it on stage really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just this, it was, I mean, he, rec- the, the recording I got, it was Johnny uh doing some MIDI keyboard and he was like beatboxing some of this stuff <laughs> and the audio quality is just terrible. And I heard it and I went, I love it. 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 And we all did. That was like the universal reaction, wasn't it? Everyone yeah. just really loved yeah. it. Yeah. Almost, almost not in spite, but because of the terrible quality, it was like it, it brought you back to mm-hmm. something. But uh, yeah, so we're gonna this one. This is the world premiere. Uh, we actually we world, were inspired. Yeah. Yeah, Got to do that.
1: <laughs> Echo. Now
4: we were uh, we were inspired uh, by a movie. We we, we did a, a little bit of research on today. Uh, it's a Woody Allen movie. Hmm, which one? Well, uh, we'll talk about about that a little bit after. No worries. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's it's a Woody Allen movie, um, and it's uh, sure to be a masterpiece. I'm sure it's not too it's not too long out. But uh, okay. So we're gonna be featuring the beautiful brown brother across the table from me, <laughs> Mr. Rohit. Yes. On the beatbox. So this is this is very fresh because <laughs> I have not heard this. I I kid you not. I have not heard this I song think before. I, I'm I'm gonna kind of talk about it as if we've already talked about it. But <laughs> what I understand, Rohit's gonna do is kind of like is hop into it once he feels out a little bit. Yeah, but, exactly. uh Johnny, as soon as you're ready, if you could kind of get into the groove a bit, we'll we'll vibe it out a little bit here.
6: sugar miss I need her in my life This is my head of oh mine. Cheeks so fair and smile so wide. She flashes in pearly whites And me, and I. Can't. shining stars. I sing this song for you. A lucky man am I to have found not one true love but two. I wanna wake up beside you too. I wanna spend my life with you. I need not one true love but two, two true love. Found my world, and with my two loves, I'll sail away. I'll sail away, I will sail away. <laughs> with my two true loves, I'll sail away.
3: <laughs>
1: uh, well that, that was an interesting experiment
4: it's a little bit it's a little bit of a silly song um that is the oh i'm not even gonna name how few times we played that one together it was just it was something we put together today because i said to johnny i said johnny we're coming in to see rohit we have to bring rohit something fresh it's just <laughs> a courtesy the man is a connoisseur uh, freshly so, baked and ready to go just right out of the love oven so <laughs> uh yeah so this is this is a based on a movie uh it is a woody allen movie i, didn't I, I love
1: woody allen movies so uh, that's this why one's I'm...
4: called fading gigolo huh yeah so <laughs> i didn't know about this one <laughs> it's fairly it was came out last year i think it's it's new. It's very. It's it may not even be out yet. The the trailer was last year.
0: I'm um, gonna look this up it, right now it, as you guys talk it, about. It. <laughs> it looks.
4: It looks. The only part I've seen is where um, the character, who's also the director and writer, the, the lead character, the fading gigolo, um, engages in a uh, menage a trois with uh, Sharon Stone and Sofia Vergara. So that was all we saw, and I was like, you know what? That's it. I, I feel as if i've seen the <laughs> like, the crux of this film thank you mr allen um and then it kind of just came from that it was it was just something we put together today and that that's that uh that has been around for so long that it was like yo this is it this is time if we're gonna put anything to this song it's it's gotta be about sharon stone and sophia
1: Vergara.
5: <laughs> basically it's about having two lovers not, it's
4: not. It's about. It's about my two true loves. That's. That's like. Those are
1: good true loves. I. I would, I would, highly approve of those choices any day, any day, any year, end of the week, whatever you know. Any time, <laughs> universal, infinite. You know, those are, two. Two of the most
4: just flat out beautiful women. I think. Yeah. On the face of the earth.
1: Yeah. Oh my goodness, and they're pretty. Well, that that's hilarious. Where funny, in, that's funny how inspiration come can come from literally anywhere.
4: If it can come from there, man, it can come from anything. That's, <laughs> that's like the bottom of the inspirational barrel right there. <laughs> not
1: necessarily, not necessarily. Ooh. I mean, fading gigolos is. I mean, that's a cause for real concern in the. If, no, I'm just if, joking. If, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that that's amazing, man. Um, the the fact that you used that for inspiration and then came up with this song, uh, like you did have the beats a little bit in the back burner, like you said, but the lyrics came together today.
4: I don't I don't I I I don't want to like jump on you, correct It wasn't the back burner. It was I know I'd been trying to write something for this song for I don't know how long, probably okay. since I first so heard it. so it's it's just been it's, something that's like we haven't found the right thing. And yeah, you could
1: if you can't drew, drawing blanks for a long time, just couldn't.
4: And because you can't just like it's such a it's such a groovy groovy mm-hmm. jam. I mean, it's a fun one. Yeah. If if if, if there is a higher honor to bestow on a, on a on a track than uh, the inspiration of Sofia Vergara and Sharon Stone, I don't know what it is. I don't want to know what it is. That's that's the pinnacle of inspiration, as far as I'm <laughs> concerned.
1: Oh man, that's that's amazing. So, well, you know what? Uh, we are pretty much. Done for today. That that was that was all the performances it we flew had. It flew by. It flew by. It, flew by. it really did. It, it's just amazing that it all kind of clicked together. We had a delayed start today, so apologies again for that. But thank you for listening, uh, all those Jaguar fans. Uh, there is a show coming up. So John, why don't? Uh, there is a show coming up. There's well, two shows coming well, up. Let's, well, let's... You know, what we're let's, gonna do let's is, clarify something is, is
4: let's. We'll focus on, on the real shows coming up. It's going to be this Saturday.
1: This Saturday, And And that's,
4: yeah. that's not, strictly speaking, a Jaguar show. That's not Jaguar.
1: I was going to say, that's technically just you guys from Jaguar.
4: It is, yeah. So but that's... And that also features the wonderful... Uh, it's got this dude, B-boxing. He's boxing uh, He's a great guy. He's <laughs> here today. It's Rohit. Ro- no, so uh, um, Johnny and I have been kind of fans and, and homies with, with Class Act uh, for a long time. Probably about a year now, hasn't it been? Yeah, yeah. yeah. At least me, it's been about a year. About a year ago, we worked with yeah. you guys. Uh, yeah, and for then, sure. And uh, um, you know, then there was a slot coming up at the Backstage Lounge, and that's a place that I know Johnny and I love to death. And... Uh, you know, Jaguar couldn't make it, but we said, you know, all right, let's get class act. So we're going to be doing a ton of fun stuff. It's all, it's all out of the 90s.
1: Um, yeah, so if you're a fan of uh, greats like D'Angelo, of course. Uh, we also got Biz Markie, You'll hear uh, <laughs> Boys, uh, to Boys, Boys to Men. Boys to Men. Oh, my uh, goodness. Yo,
4: Johnny Gill on that. Ma, 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 The The quintessential cheesy 90s song. Um, <laughs> we got some Snoop in there, some Biggie, yeah. uh, R. Kelly. Oh it's, my goodness! It's yeah. a pretty all, all the greats, all the greats. If if you if you got in trouble for listening to it in the '90s with your mama, it, it'll be played on on Saturday,
1: and night. you'll still get in trouble <laughs> for listening to it. <laughs> 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 oh, it's raunchy. That's what I discovered. Like when you look at the lyrics of some of those tracks. Oh no! But no. hey, that's that's See, that, the fun that, of it. That was the that was amazingly played on, the on radio. air. In the 90s, no problems, yeah. apparently. A few
4: of us were talking about that yesterday. Yeah. We were hanging up rehearsing, and I can't believe the stuff they got on the radio. It was like, if you just said it a little bit more quietly, you can get away with anything. I'm going to
6: make you, and, uh,
4: and inside. The, <laughs> yeah, and like, and like the, <laughs> it was like less offensive. Yeah, yeah. It was incredible what you could get away with. Now, I mean, people get away with way more, but it's like, it's crass. Back then, it was a little, it was kind of... Like, it was cheeky. It was like, cheeky. it wasn't That's like, the best word it was offensive it, yeah. on it, like, not in an altogether like unpleasant way. Like, you'd go, oh, come on. Nah, man. Yeah. You weren't <laughs> upset. You weren't
1: upset. Yeah, absolutely. So, if you want kind of like a blast to the past um, and just a fun time, it you know, this is going to be an intimate show with just a few bands collaborating. We also got a lovely singer uh, from Lady Jams uh Roya to help help balance out all the <laughs> cancel out in a way <laughs> too much t- uh, the testosterone overdose in the stage. But she's very talented as well. So she'll be uh jumping up on the stage with us and performing. So you can catch that um uh, at the backstage lounge this Saturday uh nine PM is doors uh seven dollars is for the cover. Uh hope to see you guys there. And yeah. Uh, what we have coming up next is All Ears, uh, and we just got a podcast about that. Um, but thank you for staying tuned. And uh, just wanted to say that the former arts director, uh, Adam, thank you for your kind words. I will, I will reach out to you at some point. So thank you for listening as well, Adam. And uh, this has been the Arts Report. On CITR 101.9. Have yourselves a lovely day. Thank you, Jaguar. Thank you, Sahar. Thank you to this uh, lovely station for letting us have this amazing platform for which we can express ourselves. Goodbye. Good night.